0: Hello to you. Welcome to the Motivation Podcast from motivateyourself.co.uk. I'm Richard Nichols and I'm here to guide, to teach and to motivate you to be the best you can be. Now, this is the third podcast that I've done this month so far. That seems like quite a lot. You'll be, you'll be sick of the sound of my voice. But it's really because the topic for this month is self-esteem, the importance of it and the ways to boost it. And it's a massive topic, it really, really is. So to try and squeeze that into just one little 10-minute podcast seemed, well, it seemed a waste of time trying, to be honest. But I didn't want to spread it out too far. Do to it self-esteem every single month for a three or four months? Nah. So I thought I'd cram them all into one month and do one every week. So here I am again on a Monday morning, doing it all over again. But actually, I quite like this, I can get used to this. Somebody did email me. Um, was last year sometimes saying, why don't you do them more often? Do them every two weeks instead of every month. Come on, you could do that. And I thought, yeah, I could. Do I want to? Um, last year I probably didn't. Hmm. Maybe I could do a few extra ones. It all depends on time. Well, I mean, so that I've got up early today to do it. It's just Monday. Oh. <laughs> who, who likes to get up early on a Monday? But actually, I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now. And normally, mon- Mondays, as most people get, it is the that sort of Garfield thought of, oh, no, it's Monday. Actually, I've quite enjoyed this. I start my Mondays feeling quite good about myself because I've just made uh, a podcast. I go, go to work with a bit more energy on a Monday now, so uh, if you're a Monday patient of mine, one of my face-to-face clients, then uh, that's why I'm a bit wired lately. So if you've not um, listened to the last couple of podcasts that I've been talking about self-esteem on, go and listen to those. It'd be good to do this in some sort of order, because things may well follow on. Because last week's episode was about the importance of um, that self-talk, those affirmations when you look at yourself in, into the mirror and you, you say the right things to yourself to motivate yourself forward. You, you forgive yourself. You commit to yourself. You be proud of yourself. No matter how small those things are, you make those, you take those steps. Your self-esteem rises, and then bigger self-esteem, self-affirmations will work. So then, when your self-esteem is higher, you can say to yourself, "I am a good person. I can do this," and you believe it because it's true. Because you can do it, and you are a good person, despite any mistakes you might have made in life. You forgive yourself for them, and I made a note. Um, to talk about little mistakes, actually, because one of the one of the things that sabotages our self esteem is in comparing ourselves to other people. Now, the reason I made a note of this was because at the end of last week's episode, I stumbled over my words. I've got I can't remember what sentence it was, but I I stumbled and fumbled over a couple of words, and it made me and it reminded me of something from um, a couple of weeks ago, and it was because Channel Four did this thing. Uh, last month sometime, on, it was about, about the 1980s. And they did a the thing about the 90s as well, but this, this was uh, specifically about the 1980s. Um, I remember some of it. I was there. Young through most of it, but I was there. And it showed this news clip of um, some people, it was on the 6 o'clock news on the BBC, some people broke into the studio while they were filming live the news, broadcasting to the nation, And they just sort of stumbled in, started shouting and things like that. And the newsreader stumbled over her words. She said a a word wrong. Because you you would, wouldn't you? If you've got a lot of people protesting in in the studio and you're trying to read the news, she stumbled over her words. Despite it being her job to talk. That is her job. Her job was to sit in front of a microphone and a television camera and talk to people. And yet, with a bit of pressure, you made a mistake. Because we do; that's what we do. We're human. And live telly is a, a good way of picking up on this. A couple of months ago, there was um, a live television program again, Channel Four. I think it was Channel Four it was called "The Last Leg." Did you ever watch it? If you if you're UK based and you watched The Last Leg, it was a live program on a Wednesday night. And because it's live, it's not edited. You can't, you don't normally see mistakes in television programmes. Ah, this is live, you've got no choice but to see the little stumblings, little fumblings and mistakes people make. And early on in the year, or maybe maybe it was last, no, it would have been this year, they've been doing it for a while now. There was also a a TV programme called, ah, what was it called? Um, Ten O'Clock Live, I think it was called, with David Mitchell, Charlie Brooker, I mean, those two guys. I'm mean, Jimmy Carr, Lauren Laverne, yeah. Uh, but particular David Mitchell, Charlie Brooker. They're two characters who I quite admire for their use of language. Patronising as it may be, their use of language is quite entertaining, quite funny. They're quite clever. They use words well. Now this is a live television program, and even though they've got an auto cue there that they're reading off, they're making mistakes, stumbling over their words. And the first time I saw them do that, I sort of breathed a sigh of relief that went, ah, the ones that are really good make mistakes as well. Oh, thank goodness for that. It's all right for me too then. Because it is. Because of television being edited and so on, we don't normally see these mistakes. So when we compare ourselves to others, we're comparing ourselves to people that have been edited. And in many respects, whether that's photoshopped or ridiculous amounts of makeup, whatever it is, we tend to see the external world around us through somebody else's eyes. Film director, for example. We shouldn't compare ourselves to everybody else. Just because somebody else is beautiful doesn't mean you're not. I'm in a, I'm a member of a uh, theatre group, I'm, I'm doing a play next week. And there's a line in the play that, that when I first read it, I thought, oh, I like that. That's, that's really, really good. And it's it's about this young girl whose self-esteem is quite low. and She even talks about growing a fingernail so that she can dig them in her face and drag it down. She, the line is, finish off the job that God started because she hates herself so much or she hates the way she looks. So when I, as a character, I forget what my line is. It's so next week. I ought to know the line. Hang on. What is it? Um, oh, yes. You don't want to do anything to your face, Edie. You've got a nice face. That's the line. And her response is, no, I haven't. My reply is, you're not the best judge. And there's plenty of people like that. And if you fall into that category and you aren't the best judge, then don't judge yourself. Because if you're biased, constantly looking towards the negative side, Whenever somebody gives you a compliment, in your head you're thinking, yeah, but, and then adding on a list of rubbish things. We need to accept compliments in the right way. If somebody says, we look nice, it means you look nice. When somebody says, "Oh, you look slim, that doesn't mean you used to look fat. It means you look nice today. You look nice. Hear it, Hear it the way they mean it. If something somebody says to you can be taken two ways, one of which makes you angry or sad and the other one makes you happy, then they meant the happy one. So take that. Take compliments and say thank you. Do you do that? If somebody compliments you on something, do you say thank you? Or do you just very humbly ignore it and pretend it the, the, the compliment didn't happen? That's not good. We can't spend our lives comparing ourselves to another version of ourselves in our head, a skinnier one, a stronger one, whatever. If that's, if that's if they're the traits that you want, then those are the things you need to commit to when you do that mirror exercise I talked about last week. And something else I touched on a couple of weeks ago and I talked about, you know, I certainly thought about talking about you know, um, comparing yourself and you know, somebody's got a thousand Facebook friends and things like that. The amount of time I hear about people comparing themselves. Clients who sit in front of me saying, yeah, they look at their old school friends on Facebook and they look at how well they're doing and they compare them to themselves and they they realise then how awful their life is. What nonsense. It's all filtered. You're seeing that person's life the way they want you to see it. Oh yeah, but they've got a thousand friends. Really? Are they friends? Well, they're just random characters that they've met through life. And they've added as a friend to make them look popular. I forget how many friends I've... Friends, in inverted commas, on Facebook. Some of them, I'm sorry, I've never met. But it just seemed rude when they sent me a friend request to say, no, Ooh, who are you? Because they're either therapists or they've seen me speak at a conference or something like that. They're They're familiar. I'm familiar to them. And there I am there on Facebook saying, add as a friend, and they do. And I'm starting to pick apart those that I've never actually met. And I'm sorry, I'm deleting them. So if I disappear, you know why. But it's because I don't know you. So <laughs> don't think that somebody's more popular than you because they've got more Facebook friends. That's craziness. I remember somebody saying to me once, it wasn't, wasn't a client, it was... Um, somebody met in a a different circumstance, saying about the way that they get sucked into somebody else's life and they compare themselves and it drags them down because they look at their perfect life with their perfect children and their perfect husband. You do not know. You can't mind read. You don't know what's going on in that relationship. It could be absolutely awful and they're going to divorce in no time. It's all atrocious, they're stopping together for the sake of their kids, but they're at each other's throat every night and they hate each other. They loathe each other with a passion. And actually, you've got a great relationship with your fella, or whatever. But you don't notice it, because you're too busy looking at those times when he says, that top makes you look skinny, and thinking, oh, do other tops make me look fat, then? You know what I mean. Now then, we're over the 11-minute mark, coming up to the 12-minute mark, so... It's time I disappeared away. Now, head over to Facebook, facebook facebook.com forward slash motivate yourself podcast, because I've added something on there this week. Because I've been waffling on about self-esteem so much. Um, I've edited down some of my hypnosis tracks. I've got a hypnosis program about self-esteem. It's two tracks, 30 minutes long, very, very good. But I've um, made a shorter one that you can listen to in... I forget how long it was. It was about 10 to 15 minutes, something like that, that you can download. But you need to go to the Facebook page to get the link to do that. If you don't use Facebook, then there, you can still get it. Go to motivateyourself.co.uk where you can subscribe to my newsletters. And next time a newsletter comes out will be it'll be a link there on, in the menu of the, the newsletters that links you to free stuff. fact, I think there's an autoresponder yeah there's an autoresponder that says welcome to the newsletter you'll get the, you'll get it next month in the meantime here's your free stuff and it'll be on there. But if you use Facebook much quicker, go to facebook.com forward slash motivate yourself podcast and download your free mp3s. okay I'll leave you to it. I will continue again next week. Right, take care. Bye bye.